Here at Mystical Mac, we believe that it's very important to pay attention to the energies working around us as well as within us, meaning the turning of the seasons, the planetary bodies and how they are moving in what direction, and of course, the lunar cycles. This is why I've come to recommend Lunarly. Lunarly is an amazing subscription box that aligns my self-care practice with the energies of the lunar cycle that is currently being presented. By sending me a box on the new moon that holds either a candle or a plant, the plant will come with detailed care instructions, the candle will come with detailed information regarding the scent and why each particular element was chosen to align you with said lunar cycle. The box also includes four special items with reasons for why those items are included in a lovely little packet. And my favorite part, a collectible trading card that gives you every important date of said lunar cycle, as well as an intention to inspire for the coming month. You can find Lunarly by searching at mylunarly on Instagram, as well as by going to their website, lunarly.com. I can vouch for them personally. In fact, this is not an ad. I'm not getting paid to recommend them. I just highly believe in what they do and the amazing items that they have sent me, as well as the plant friends I've made, have adorned my home and brought me so much joy. Thank you, Lunarly, and thank you for listening to Embodying Mystical Mac. Welcome to my human design experiment. Hello and welcome to Embodying Mystical Mac. If you are new here, thank you so much for coming. And if you are returning, thank you so much for coming back. I really appreciate your presence here. Today we have a fun uh, personal opinion, uh, sort of a little bit about me video, kind of, you know, podcasting foundations, right? I started this whole nonsense embodying mystical Mac with the podcast. And I'm finally at the place with my YouTube that I feel like I can put out a few videos a week. And that means we get to consistently have an episode that honestly, it just really doesn't matter whether you're listening on YouTube or on the podcast, because it's, it's just how this thing all started, me talking about myself and hoping it helps some people, you know? Um, but before we get into this really fun episode, which is spooky season themed, by the way, all of my personal episodes this month will be spooky season themed, um, I will go ahead and remind you guys to please like, please subscribe, uh, please leave a comment, and please click that bell button because I do post regularly, but I don't post on a schedule. Um, so the bell is incredibly helpful. And I do offer tarot readings. You can go to calendly.com slash mysticalmac to book a reading. And I'm doing them by donation and over Zoom right now. So it's all pretty easy peasy lemon squeezy. And I will do a one card collective reading at the end of this episode slash video like I do at the end of every episode slash video. And if you're listening on the podcast right now, I do them at the end of every YouTube video as well. So if you're into a couple more collective readings a week, if you'd like, you can go ahead and hop on my YouTube. Although usually um, the commentaries and things that I do land on the podcast. So maybe just hop on the YouTube for the once, the one reaction video per week. Um, yeah, anyhow, let's get into it. Why I call myself a witch. Yeah, I figured this was a really good start to our spooky season videos um, because it just lays a good foundation. And I that is, labeling is hard for me. I'm a person who's 
always felt like I've abided to many labels and none all at the same time. But one label that I consistently don and have never regretted it and probably never will is witch. And I want to get into that. So first of all, I just want to say that the word witch in and of itself has been highly twisted, unfortunately. In fact, I believe that if you look it up, and I know this because I looked it up when I was outlining this video, (laughs) this episode. Um, If you look it up, it literally, it's something about like, usually depicts someone who's perceived as evil, usually a woman, often depict as, you know, an ugly old woman. Like, I don't even know. The, The definition was so incredibly biased to the connotation we've given to that word since colonization that it just like it was of absolute no absolutely no use to me which really sucked I was hoping I was gonna you know come away with a really great definition that actually represented which as well <laughs> and um yeah I was wrong so I'm gonna give you one of my own and um my own definition for which and a good example um of okay hold on let me, let me backtrack my own definition for which is a person who's highly sensitive and highly in tune with energies that surround us at all times that we often don't see And to go a step further, not only are they highly sensitive and highly in tune to those energies, they're willing to learn from those energies and actively co-create with those energies. So like witches, warlocks, um, what is it, alchemists, they they were simply people that became aware of this law of attraction thing, right? Of this... These, the peculiar ways that our universe works, these quantum mechanics, though they weren't calling it that, they became aware of these things and they recognized that they could co-create with those energies. They could mix in their energy with those energies and they would get results, right? And things would happen. And so... That is all that a witch really is. And what I was going to say before I threw out this definition is that like to label witch an evil, usually woman who practices magic, like an evil person, usually woman who practices magic or whatever, like that is just so, man, it's just such a novice definition because the truth of the matter is, is that First of all, like, you can be any kind of witch. You can be old, you can be young, you can be a dude, you can be a girl, you can be non-binary, you know, you can practice pagan magic, you can practice dark magic, you can practice light magic, which, by the way, I'll get into the difference between those two. But regardless, it's like saying, you know, witch, I guess, is like saying doctor. It's like there are millions of different kinds of doctors. So to just, like, say, when so, you know, I don't know, it's like, it, it, you wouldn't go to your OBGYN um, you know, you have a vagina, you wouldn't go to the OBGYN to help with a broken, like, elbow, right? Just because they have a doctorate and their name says doctor in it doesn't mean that they all specialize in the same crap. And so, which is just a very general term for what were 
the healers, the curanderas, the village wise women, you know, the the community um, apothecary who also knew how to use those poultices and things to heal. And really, a lot of the time, these people that were persecuted and, and seen as witches, you know, and given that tarnished reputation in the pagan times when things got colonized and whatnot, like, they were, they were the healers and medics of those communities. And they were perceived to be what they were perceived to be um, because it was very clear that they surrendered to the forces around them and they were very willing to co-create with those forces and that led them to be to seem very different and them being themselves empower themselves in their difference because they knew what they were doing <laughs> you know and i know pe- there will people there will be people that come for me for this i don't care it's fine i know for a fact i could see all kinds of elemental spirits as a child i could see fairies i could see nymphs i could see gnomes i could see all kinds of like beautiful elemental fairies and there was a period in my life that you know maybe I I thought like okay maybe maybe not but then very quickly later in my life I, I began to learn about how the electromagnetic spectrum is really just you know this visual for us that says like hey <laughs> you are a hundred percent surrounded by a bunch of other energies all the time that most likely equal other dimensions you know, where these higher vibrational, faster frequency beings live. And we often can't see them because our eyes are lower vibrational, lower frequency. But like as a child, you know, and even now being who I am growing, having grown into my my witch label. Um, yeah, hell yeah, I'm different and I embrace it because I could never not feel magic. Never. And that inherently is going to make people different, you know? Um, But then you could get killed over it. Colonization changed everything. And the reason that I mention all of what I just said is to go back to what I was talking about in the beginning, that witch is a word that has genuinely just gained a really, really shitty connotation. Um, But the truth of the matter is, is that everyone has the potential to be evil. Just because a person, you know, works with elemental energies like the sun and the moon and the um, the seasonal cycles uh, or, you know, works with fire energy or whatever kind of energy they work with, even if somebody wants to do dark magic, like, you know, that is all the individual person's prerogative. And to label every person that calls himself a witch as evil is just so silly and archaic um and i did say that i would get to the dark magic and light magic thing so all magic and energy essentially falls under two categories if you want to really boil it down to the simplest degree service to self and service to others service to self is what you would consider dark magic service to others is what you consider light magic before you come at me let me explain Service to self is just a term that means that you're very egocentric. Um, You're unaware of your connection to the whole, 
right? You're unaware that you're interconnected with the people around you and this earth and her beings and the planets in our solar system. Like you're completely unaware, unlike the witch that practices light magic. This witch is just very egocentric, is only aware of their own energy for the most part, sure is aware of like the cosmos, all those things, but and aware of how to use them, but they're not aware and fully embodied in the fact that they are part of that beautiful whole. Not just that, service to self means that you are not operating from unconditional love. You're operating from a scarcity mentality sort of place, from a place of like, well, I have to take care of me, otherwise nobody will. Which is why it's labeled service to self. And for me, I'd rather use those terms because light, dark, evil, good, those are terms that help nobody. We need nuance in our world. That's how we advance. And so when we add service to self versus service to others, we become more aware of what those energies actually are. So yeah, dark magic, service to self, it means that you don't care who you harm in the process. All you do is try, all you try to do is serve yourself, make sure you win and screw everybody else because if you don't care for you, nobody will. Um, Whereas light magic or service to others, you, and by the way, this isn't the same as self-sacrifice. Service to others just puts the emphasis on the fact that you take care of yourself knowing that when you're your best self, you can best serve others. And you know that if you take care of yourself and then move to serve others and help others in the ways that are unique and special to you, that you will inherently be helping yourself because you're helping the whole, right? This isn't necessarily like giving money when you don't have money to pay your bills. It's like, you know, making sure you have money to pay your bills and take care of yourself and then also finding time to help people in your community to help in the ways that you know how knowing that all of that energy is just coming back around to you because you recognize your part in the whole your actions come from this place of unconditional love of knowing that you are a beautiful fractal of this universe and are the universe within this beautiful fractal all experiencing itself and anything that you do that's positive for others will have a positive effect towards you and therefore you don't have to act from this place of if i don't take care of myself nobody will you don't have to act from act from this place of not wanting to help others or lend out your resources or wanting to harm others um, just to get ahead because you recognize that what you do to others, you eventually do unto yourself. That is the difference between light and dark magic. Um, if you want more of an elaboration, go ahead and let me know in the comments. I'll make a full video about it. Um, and just to close us out, honestly, like I say I'm a witch because I am a healer and I'm psychically in tuned and I am a co-creator of my reality and I'm just taking that term back because that's all it is. I'm, you know, a, a big thing about the witch label. It's like, yeah, we're, we're super in tune with the energies outside of us. And that also, that means nature. That means usually some sort of astrology, right? That means like the spirit realms and, and things like that. And yeah, I've always been highly attuned to all that stuff. I, there's a reason I've gravitated to these cards. It's because it helps me make sense of the energies I've always felt but have never seen. And I really believe it's time for us to just take that turn back, you know. And anybody can be a witch. Um, in fact, <laughs> with that label aside, we are all witches. We are all capable of doing everything that people who call themselves witches and practice witchery do. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hope this video helped you out. Thank you so much for being here for this spooky video, or not really spooky video, spooky themed video. 
Um, and let's go ahead and just get to our one card reading here. Um, what do we need to know? Is there an empowering message for some nervous switches out there that are just coming into their own and, you know, I don't know. Let's see. Tarot, what do you got for us? And just because I, you know, this video is about my own calling myself a witch and stuff, my process with the tarot is as I'm shuffling it, I always thank it. I always, um, state in my mind I am doing this reading for the highest vibration of all involved that just means like with the highest intention of unconditional love of helping you grow of helping you flourish um and I always state I am a clear channel for divine guidance and I just feel my system clear everything that is mac and just open up the ways for spirit <laughs> and we got our card the oh this is a good one the message here my friends the card is judgment so this is a beautiful card this is the monkey king story i believe judgment is part of the my major arcana and it is card number 20 oh this is so interesting i just recorded an episode um of anime rewatch and our collective reading was the two of cups and what do you do when you get the core number of 20 two plus zero two so interesting um I love it. Love it when we have number synchronicities like that. Um, so when we're talking about the major arcana, oftentimes we um, can be talking about like big, big life patterns, big, big life events, big overarching things. So if that is something that sparks to you, go ahead and take the message to mean it towards that. However, because we are doing just a one card reading for these things, I'm not going to say that every time a major arcana card pops up, it's for some big karmic life thing. Um, so for those of you listening on the podcast, the Monkey King card, it's really, really beautiful. So it's judgment. You've got the Monkey King on these beautiful uh, clouds, orange clouds, and he's looking at the sun that has a lotus flower in the middle of it. And he's high above these mountains. It's like he's he's reached, he's reached the place. Like he's he's come to this place. And the card is judgment because this is a time of reevaluation. Perhaps it's a time for you to reevaluate um, a particular relationship. Perhaps it's a time for you to reevaluate a job or opportunities that are coming your way if you're looking for a job. Um, maybe reevaluate what you're going towards. Um, this is a time of not judgment in the sense of like, oh, you've done wrong, you've done right, but just a sense of taking stock, okay? We're about to end up you know, or end the year, holidays are coming in fast, and this is a time to just take stock, but just know you've, you've climbed mountains, you've done things, but oftentimes we don't know that we've climbed mountains and done things until we finally, like, take stock. I mean, genuinely, I'm, I'm looking for a content writing job right now, um, content writing, copywriting, things like that, even maybe, like, executive assisting, that kind of thing, um, and I, I mean, it's the, the first time I've ever really like gotten my LinkedIn together and everything. And when I was getting my resume together, I was like, wow, I have actually done a lot more for like a real world job than I thought I ever had before. And part of it was just like me not having fully taken stock and really, really laid out, you know, a solid resume in front of myself. So do that. Take stock. Judgment isn't a negative thing judgment is just it's calling your attention to be like all right where am i where do i want to go um have did i have goals have i met them you know do i want to set new ones and if there is something really big happening in your life right now like it's cool man embrace that 
and again, take stock of it, all right? This life does not get better if we don't identify what's already in it to either improve it, leave it be, whatever it is, you got to take stock, okay? All right, thank you so much for being here. This is the card one more time. I'm really grateful for you, and please let me know how this video impacted you. Are you a witch? Do you identify as such? Are you a warlock? Are you someone who um, is still highly uh, misunderstanding the whole thing? Uh, just please let me know how this video impacted you. I always love to know, and if you are interested in a tarot reading all of your own, I do Zoom readings right now of about 30 minutes, and they're by donation, so go to calendly.com slash mystical mac to book a reading and please like please subscribe please comment and please click that bell so you know exactly when i post because i do post regularly but i don't post on a schedule um and to all of you who have already done that if you're listening on the podcast and you're following the podcast you've reviewed i'm so grateful for you like thank you if you've done none of those things but you're just here having a good time with me i'm really grateful for you too so i will catch you next time Stay mystical, stay grounded, and I hope you're having a lovely, lovely spooky season. Bye! Thank you for listening to this episode of Embodying Mystical Mac. Please consider leaving a review and letting us know how this episode impacted you. Also consider checking out the social justice links in the description. And for more content from me, including a video recording of this podcast, as well as photos, videos of aerial silks, and all of the random things that I'm up to, follow me on Instagram and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Both can be found under Embodying Mystical Mac. Lastly, thank you so much to James for all of the amazing editing work that you do on this podcast, as well as on the YouTube videos. Stay mystical, stay grounded, and I'll catch you all next time.